0: what's up everybody welcome to bomb city locker room talk podcast episode 25 as always i am james fairchild
1: i'm jared scott and i'm joseph king and this is different (laughs) isn't it yes yes why is it different joseph well, uh, because I have coronavirus, I have been quarantined for the last, uh, what, seven days now. Um, yeah. I got to feeling ill a couple days after we recorded our last podcast, and uh, so if if the audio quality is not up to par, we apologize. We're going to try and edit it as much as we can, but we are all meeting through the powers of the internet um, because I'm currently on quarantine until October 26th. Today, I actually am feeling better, though. Jesus Christ.
2: That's good. And James and I are both quarantined due to this dumb motherfucker getting coronavirus. <laughs> and now James and I are quarantined due to exposure.
1: Yeah, because you know, you're all around 26. me. Yep. So uh, I think yeah. it's kind of funny because on the last podcast, we harped so much about wearing masks and everything. And then I get fucking <laughs> sick.
2: <laughs> so. Well, not it only just... that, but, you know. James and I, we wear masks all day, every single day. And I think this is the one time that I'm pretty much out of my house and I'm and not in a mask is when we record.
1: Yeah. And, and it's pretty much it, the only time. And the thing about it that sucks is, I mean, I, I you know, everybody knows I'm, I'm a paramedic. I, I have done my due diligence. I wear a mask with every patient. But I was talking with one of the physicians at one of the hospitals, and he made a good point. You know, he said – He's like, how well do those ambulances ventilate? And I said, not very well. And he said, well, you (laughs) think about it. You're sitting there giving breathing treatments. It doesn't matter if you're wearing a mask or not. Something is probably going to stick inside of that. And that you're probably, he said that you could have gotten the exposure there. Or you could have gotten an exposure at the hospital being in one of the bathrooms or something like that. So I think it was just inevitable. I think almost all healthcare workers are going to come down with this shit. But uh, it sucks. I know, I know... uh, it's uh, If you're listening and you haven't caught it, try your best to avoid it, because I literally did not leave my bed for six days straight.
2: Okay, so that's, you know, obviously with, with the coronavirus and with something like COVID-19, of course we want people to, if they have the ability to not catch it, to not catch it. Well, what are the odds that 50%, because it's only like 10% of Americans have caught COVID-19. What are the yeah. odds that... The other 90% are before we get some kind of vaccine or treatment that really makes it to where if you catch it, it's not that big of a deal. Similar to flu, like if you catch flu, for the most part, it's not that big of a deal for people.
1: So what are you asking? Like, when do you think we're going to get to that point to where everybody will be okay with it?
2: No, I'm saying before a vaccine comes out, what do you think the odds are that 50% of America gets it?
1: Oh, I think it's high. I think they said I read yesterday. Because um, we're at
2: like ten percent now.
1: One in eight Americans, or one—it's up to one in six Americans are catching this. Damn! Well, that's that, a lot more than ten percent. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's yeah. I read one to eight, or one to six Americans will catch this virus.
0: I don't think we'll have a vaccine until summer of next year. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> I, I think too promising. I mean,
1: yeah, even later than summer of next year, I think like it's just I think those are happy dreams. I think people are wishful thinking, but I don't think they understand the the trial and error that pharmaceutical companies have to go through, uh, that the FDA has to go through to getting something approved. Uh, the clinical trials in itself are going to take almost a year. Well, because just, you have to monitor side effects. Yeah, right?
2: and just our our little four people, our podcast, seventy five percent of us have. I'm the only one that hasn't had covid
1: yeah yeah Yeah. it's 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 weird you know and i tested
2: yesterday and it was negative
1: but you are feeling odd right
2: yeah well okay so i chalked me feeling odd up to freezing in this room that i'm currently in right now sleeping on an air mattress uh uncomfortably for three days and then just probably some other little virus that's not corona because i felt kind of drained
1: good is making you feel sick
2: it's not sleeping good for for a couple days she gave me a z-pack because like I, I have a little bit of drainage and, and sinus crap right now but i always get it this time of year and with weather changing cold then warm then cold the fires in colorado there's lots of contributing factors that mirror covid
1: just aren't covid right right yeah there's it's crazy the amount of symptoms that it could be anything yeah. um the thing that sucks that with the most of this like i said i hadn't left my bed for six days Good God, uh, James, you're so loud. I I'm muted him while he tries to figure out how to get his mic fixed. Okay, up. <laughs> just
0: you good, the James? arm here won't s- stay attached to the bar because it sounds, sounds like it doesn't now because you
2: broke the shit out of it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> it sounds like the bottom just fell off. It screws oh, back okay. on. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's um, like what you were saying um, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> are you just holding <laughs> it like you're just holding oh, it like Sinead you know, O'Connor
0: air mattress? Uh, you know, wallowing in your own filth, filth. for <laughs> the past six days. No,
2: I've, I've taken a gotten shower. Out. Bro. I have taken a shower. I'm, I'm sequestered to this this room in an, our bathroom.
1: The thing that sucks about this the most, and you know James can attest to this too, is the lack of smell and taste is the most annoying thing ever.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't taste anything. I feel like that's worse than not being able to smell, in my opinion. I mean, it's terrible.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, and I've read it. You know me. Like, I, I, I went down the fucking rabbit hole of the internet, and I'm looking and seeing that, like, there are people that still have not regained their sense of taste and smell. And that is yes. fucking horrifying, especially for me. Like, I love to cook. Like, I'm learning to try and be better. And one of my birth- my birthday was last weekend. And for my birthday, my wife got me a Traeger pellet smoker. And I in my freezer I have spare ribs and a brisket that I'm ready to smoke when I get to feeling better, and not to be able to taste that is fucking terrifying. Oh yeah,
2: I this is uh, this is the first I've heard about people that have had prolonged loss of smell and loss of taste. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, there a friend of mine. Um, I think they they're saying the average is about two weeks after you begin to feel better, but um, a friend of mine actually it took him two months before he got a smell back and then his taste came back and it's still, they said it's, it's not as strong as it used to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when that suck to have I, it permanently gone from the stupid virus. Did, you I'm know, I'm kind of,
1: oh, I did. Oh, it you. would be, <laughs> it'd be fucking terrible. But I told Brianna, I said, you know, I'm, I'm a half, I'm trying to be gla- glass half full about this. I said, if, if I can't, taste or smell i'm just gonna start eat, eating healthy you know yeah. what i mean like right. what's the fucking matter i'll right. just eat all the healthy food because and
2: okay so that makes me wonder then are you still going to get surely you're still going to get that same dopamine rush you know when you have sugary drinks or you have something oh you yeah get that rush of serotonin. It's you're still, still gonna you're get still that. getting
1: the effects of the food yeah you just can't taste it james i was telling jared just now i i said you know uh if if I'm trying to be glass half full about it I'll just start eating healthy if I can never taste food again. Because what's it matter at that point? You know what I mean. Just walking <laughs> yeah. around with a giant hey, piece that, of broccoli and eating on it all day. To,
0: it's a perfect way to go on a diet and to live a health, healthier life. I mean, and if you
1: can't taste or smell, you can eat all the ass you ever want. You can just have a plate of ass every night. Wow, <laughs> okay. you got to go down that route, huh? Well. Uh, why? Not? <laughs> why, not? <laughs> why not? So that being said, so why, 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 so from- why don't we? Uh, Kick, no, no, kick no. Over to flavor uh, of the week. <laughs> um, okay, so flavor here's the, the week. first. Here's
2: the first topic for flavor of the week, and James knows this. It's not on our thing. Um, Kaylin and I are having a, a child. We're having another baby. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah, we told everyone. Man. We told everyone yesterday, I was gonna, I was gonna Hell tell yeah. it on the podcast. But
1: that's awesome,
2: dude. Yeah, and it so wasn't even a number four. Number three, three. And this is not a peak. It's not even like a peak quarantine baby like this thing happened in august it's it, it not like we were enjoying the pandemic and enjoying the lockdown and we're like oh fuck it let's have a kid no this happened in august when we were back at work oh, right well, well,
0: you, you will always remember the time yep yeah. when the baby was conceived during this atrocious
2: love i always remember the time almost everything is conceived
0: yeah and but this one more than, than others
1: <laughs> so do you know what you're having yet no, no, we're only eight weeks, and so are you going to do a gender reveal and burn down an entire
2: forest? <laughs> no, we didn't are you do gender reveal. In inflatable baby costumes
0: and have uh, the boy and the girl fight.
2: <laughs> okay, have first of all, I've never one? heard of that. No, but that does sound that. interesting. Yeah. Hell, no, I haven't seen that. Barstool like posted that, so it's
0: two grown adults, you know, in the inflatable baby costumes, and they're going at it. One's one's you know blue, one's pink, and I think the blue one beats the shit out of the pink one. So. <laughs> That's how they determine, you know, the reveal is pretty wild. That's you interesting. Know? What do you expect in 2020, though? That's true.
2: No, we didn't t- do a gender reveal for the first two. Uh, we're, we're not going to do one for this one either. I find that whole concept strange. So,
1: yeah. Jared, know. let me ask do you, you, being the intelligent brain that you are of the podcast, do you know, has it been confirmed that that f- majority of that fire in California was, in fact, caused by the pyrotechnics of that gender reveal? Because that's what I read. I'm, I've
2: read that and I've heard that, but I, I've also seen a lot of conspiracy theories of people saying that, oh, well, arsons caused a lot of the fires or there were a lot of, a lot of arson arrests in that area. But it, it can't just be that one because it was like, what, 1.8 million acres? I don't think it all yeah. came from that one fire. California has these fires almost every single year due to piss poor forest management. Texas has more acreage of forest than California. So it's inevitable
0: there. I mean, they occur so often and, and by spontaneous nature, like it's, it's hard to pinpoint where it, where it starts. I don't know how, you know, the firefighters and, and those people do that, how they determine how it started, but unless they're, you know, happen to be right there.
1: And you want to talk about a difficult job too. Like when I was in the fire Academy, we had to train for wildland firefighting. And basically, you know, you, you get in, it's a different type of gear that you wear. Cause it's not as heavy, obviously, because you're doing so much strenuous work, but you know, for in panhandle, that's basically what we trained for was like, you know, uh, you, you have to dig like a trench to, isolate the fire right well it's kind of the same concept with forest firefighting but you're having to hike mountains and mountains and miles of mountains ranges to get to these fires and i'm you know we had some guys from emerald fire department go up there and uh help with that and shout out to them because i know that was not easy at all um that, that is some hard hard work and to just to to because you have to hike you know five to fifteen miles upward and then start to work after you get there. Like I couldn't imagine doing that job. Fuck that. Right. You yeah. get there
2: and you're like, hey, I need a, I need like a 30, 45 minute, maybe a five hour nap. Can and I take I'll a nap? To, <laughs> then I'll get to, <laughs> right. I need a ham sandwich, a nap. Yeah. And uh, well, maybe some time. And, and not like to a, mention, you, you may not make it out of
0: there alive. That's well, one yeah. of the scariest parts of, of that job. I think,
1: I think I've read somewhere uh, 39 firemen have died. Fighting these fires so far, which is a low number, but still, that's thirty nine too many. Especially if this was majorly caused by somebody's gender reveal. Like
0: that's, <laughs> I'm sure terrible. it contributed to the blaze for sure. But well, it, and it was it that started. one
2: that one fire that it did start was like one hundred twenty thousand acres or something, right?
1: Yeah, it was. It was. It was nothing futz. It was huge okay. from everything that I read.
2: Hey, I have an idea. If I disconnect my microphone, can I plug it back in somewhere else and it still work?
1: No, if you disconnect it, it'll really fuck everything up. So All right, well, I
2: won't do that then. You sound um, fine. <laughs> well, thank you. I just I'm looking at I'm looking at our little ZenCaster and my little don't don't worry about things that. Things are so low. All right, I so can fix that. We're gonna move on to flavor of the week: the goat John Belushi, one of the funniest men of his time. Uh, gone too soon apparently is getting his own documentary about his life so best john belushi role to start us off what did um, you enjoy seeing him in the most who are you asking i'm asking the podcast starting with I what mean,
0: seen seen me me and james out. have the same answer blues yeah. brothers i mean it, those are the top two for me yeah but, you know um, he, he was such an incredible actor He's so funny. He's naturally funny. Like he didn't have to try hard. You know, he was just, he had that natural persona about just being the, the chubby funny guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you have not seen animal house, uh, you need to go watch that. It came out in 1978 and it still holds up today. Like it, yeah. it can, it can go toe to toe with any comedy that gets released today. Yesterday. It's, it's one of the best movies ever made. And I think, I think animal house was like the first, you know, I know National Lampoons was making movies, but it was one of the first National Lampoons movies um, kind of up there because I know they had made, like, The Vacation before. Right, right. it was one of the first
0: college humor, American Pie movies movies of all time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it paved the way for those movies to exist.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't have American
0: Pie without that movie.
2: And I'm impressed with the cast at the time was not just everyone from SNL. No. You know, there was talks okay. about, you know, Chevy Chase being uh, the um, the otter character, Bill Thank Murray being wasn't. part of it. Oh, I know. Right. But like the cast had some, it was, it was a good diversity rather than just being another SNL movie or with the Kevin SNL stars. Kevin Bacon's in that yeah. movie. <laughs> of course And Dan
0: Aykroyd's in, you know, Blues Brothers with him. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's a huge movie. I mean, it, it came out in 1980 and then two years later he's dead. He didn't really get to reap and live the height of his uh, prime as much as we would have liked to have seen him, but he, he definitely paved the way for a lot of other comedians after him.
2: I think it was John Belushi that had, at one time, he's like the only man in history, and somebody fact-checked this, he had the number one movie, Animal House, the number one TV show, SNL, yeah, and that, the that number one true. soundtrack for Blues Brothers all
0: at the right. same time. Yeah, and it he was
1: just is amazing. He's extremely underrated, and you doesn't think the get fame really respect. got to
0: him? Oh no. yeah,
1: I mean, I don't think it's oh the fame. like the the fame. I think the life's the rock and roll lifestyle that comes with those things, not actually fame got right. to him. But pretty sure it was the I mean, drugs. drugs and alcohol, which killed all the
0: external things that come with it. You know, being that huge of a movie star and comedian, definitely. I mean. I think it's just it the self-defeating personality. The
1: because... Isn't it crazy to think that the closest thing to John Belushi was Chris Farley and the same thing happened to him? John Candy. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't. John Candy was more family friendly. That's but true. Chris Farley had a lot thing. of Belushi in
0: him, yeah, I would he, say.
1: Yeah, he, he was the closest thing to, to John, I think, that may ever exist.
2: Okay, so then what changed? Why don't we have a John Belushi, a Chris Farley character for this generation?
1: I mean, you could argue that Jack Black is kind of in that yeah. realm. Um, especially in those early days, like Saving Silverman, Orange mm. County. Those are great. God, films. Saving Silverman hilarious. Yeah. Um, but he's kind of, you know, getting more family friendly and who's to say John Belushi may later in his career, if he had not passed away, probably could have went the, you know, ice cube without a paddle route where he starts making right. his family I was just you know? thinking fucking ice Adam cube. Sandler.
2: Well done. Eddie, Eddie Murphy did the that.
1: same. Yeah. Now Adam Sandler. He, they all kind of, of went the family friendly
0: route after a while towards yeah, the end of their yeah. careers.
1: I don't know if you guys – I know we're going to talk a lot about at Halloween on this movie. If you guys haven't seen on Netflix, Hubie Halloween, don't fucking yeah. watch it. It's terrible.
0: It's so well, bad. I mean, dude, we watched it Friday night, and <laughs> the kids got, watched it with us. Did they like
1: it like I said they would? They liked it. I mean it had
0: some you know adult humor yeah. in it, which <laughs> was kind of – you know we are like, what the hell? I thought this was you know, a toned-down you know, no. Halloween I mean, kids' show, friendly movie. show, but it wasn't.
2: I if bet, you want an Adam Sedler kid movie, watch Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, literally a made a kid man. movie that's a good kid movie. no but he but, said you know after his last movie shitty. uncut Gems. hang on he said after his last movie uncut Gems. if he didn't win an oscar he's gonna make the shittiest movie he's ever made was it the shittiest doing. it, it it's, was it's
1: up there the the writing is terrible in that movie it's it's funny it does have funny parts like if you if you like adam sandler's type of humor yeah. you'll you'll like it
2: okay okay well i like happy gilmore yeah. and i like oh, yeah. billy madison but and, i highly so, doubt i like that shit
1: well, yeah, you're not gonna lie because I know you like the writing and everything. The the writing in it is terrible. But the very first scene has a returning character from Happy Gilmore in it. Ben Stiller plays the orderly at an asylum and he is Hal and he's wearing the exact same costume from Happy Gilmore. And it's That's so awesome. he does yeah, yeah, yeah. he does do shout outs, and his love interest is actually the same love interest he had in Happy Gilmore. Shame. I was impressed with the cast.
0: Oh yeah, it was great. It had a great, great cast. cast. All of his friends were in that movie. Yeah, it was just him fucking around with all his friends. The (laughs) the best part,
1: James, was the the reveal of the radio host, the female radio host. Oh, Um, yeah, Shaq. Yeah. (laughs) Because I know you're never going to watch this, Jared. There's a uh, there's there's like a uh, you know, when movies try to do like story beats to tie in plot. So like there's a over it, the, the movie takes place in Salem, Massachusetts because it's Halloween time and in Halloween town and stuff like that. And and the the radio host DJ she has this cool cats and kittens sexy voice and she talks like this and she's explaining the story as it goes along. And at one point Adam Sandler's character goes for answers and the only thing he can think of to find is go ask the radio DJ. And he goes in and it's Shaquille O'Neal that <laughs> it, it talks like a woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but is it is it just like is it his voice dubbed over or is it Shaquille's well, like voice
1: dubbed over and okay, and then, and but he cool. will start to talk like himself too and, okay. and then he he's married to this lady <laughs> so it's like Being a man dressed
0: like, uh, as a lady it's terrible she's and but she hideous. comes in and
1: and and she has a she has a man's voice so she'll come in and be like How's my husband doing? I made you some hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's terrible. It's terribly it funny. I mean, that's I how didn't I did would... see. And he he has this fucking thermos that is like a Swiss it's Army Inspector like gadget thermos. He, do, he does everything with this thermos. It's so oh stupid. Gosh, it's a terrible good. movie. I did. It's terrible, there was a... but it's it's
0: it's not. <laughs> I don't know how to I'm glad. It. I'm glad it's you liked true. it,
1: James, because I was kind of like, man, James is – because I laughed at it, and James is going to be like, man, he's he's going to think that I'm fucking stupid for laughing at this. Uh, <laughs> no, I, your, your it actually had a lot have, of humor in it, like yeah, your moments really were, that good. I genuinely thought were funny. Good, good, yeah. yeah it's funny. I would give it a, a watch. Okay, yeah, so – don't watch it for a good story and a plot. Just watch no. it to watch Adam Sandler fuck around with his friends for two hours. Yeah, Ben Not Stiller's it. in it. His entire family's in it. His wife yeah. plays a reporter. That it's funny they have this uh they have this running joke that everybody wants to dress like Harley Quinn. And so she yeah. dresses up like Harley Quinn um adam sandler's two daughters are also in the movie as well and you can obviously tell they're his daughters because they look just like him well one of the daughters looks like his wife but if you know who his wife is they they, they all have very similar and okay so
0: the kid from on. stranger things noah schnapp he's in it too yeah that's yeah. pretty cool
2: now hang on there the chick that was apparently just like harley quinn the news anchor she was a real life news anchor and was fired because by doing that movie she broke her contract
1: with that news studio yep Yep, yeah, and that's that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, if she had Tomatoes. to mail that
2: going
1: in. Would you though? Would you know as a news reporter that you can't do a movie unless that was explicitly told to you? Because she probably signed a contract, and that was probably like in the fine print that she, you know that like we all do, except terms and
0: <laughs> terms and conditions. I don't
2: know, man. I know what's in my contract when I sign it.
0: I was surprised Those... to see Ray Liotta in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he looks bad. He, he does looks look bad. bad. No, he he thinking, has had dude. so he much fucking work. Like, one of my favorite movies of all time is Goodfellas. And to see him in that, which I watched not too long ago during quarantine, to watch him in this, man, he is, he's like, I think, uh, one cocaine line away from his heart exploding.
0: <laughs> too many, you know, Guido movies. <laughs> <laughs> his his, his Way face probably many. didn't
2: age well, did
1: it? <laughs>
0: He probably has like a long. He's he's he's
1: he's got like the jowls going on. Like you, you can tell there's years of drug abuse that is covered up by years of plastic surgery. The motherfucker looks like Dane Cook now.
0: Have you seen him lately? God, yeah, oh Dane, yeah. Dane
1: looks bad. And his is... He's got so much scar tissue from all the acne he's had. Dane used to... When but, he was at the height of his career, he was wearing tons of makeup to cover up all his acne.
0: But, dude, I, I think it's beyond that. I think he's had some type of plastic surgery that didn't go he well. Might, he might His, have his face it. is, like, <laughs> saggy <laughs> as fuck. Like, his... his but his, <laughs> Well,
2: so here's the gullet thing. His is, Look like, at hanging Dink. down. Yeah. Because his <laughs> eyebrows <laughs> are, like... <laughs> His eyebrows are crazy looking, dude. Dan Cook. I mean, I guess he's it, older it, now, but it hasn't Google. been that long. I
0: mean, Dan Cook was you, popular what in two thousand four, two thousand five,
2: dude. That's yeah. fifteen years
1: ago.
0: Fifteen bro. years. I mean, that's a
1: long time. And he and look at Jennifer Lopez, Lowe man. But a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's different. Fifteen years is a long time. The, the the thing that a lot of people don't know about Dan Cook. I mean, he started he, his career. He was famous when he was thirty six. So, fifteen years from thirty-six. I mean, he's just old. But go, Jared. Look up a picture of Ray Liotta in *Hubie Halloween*. Look how bad. He <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs>
0: because, I don't know. Like, men are supposed to age better, you know. I don't know.
1: Not male celebrities. I disagree with that. <laughs> N- not with all the divorces dude. they've been
0: through. I guess that's what does it to them. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Not
2: when yeah, not when you do crack
1: and all that <laughs> crack. When you're cooking up some crack. oh man but yeah uh this this first topic was brought to you by john blue r.i.p goat (laughs) i don't know how we got down that rabbit hole dude i'm trying to find i'm excited to see that documentary
0: it's It's gonna be be great
1: let's go to the second one
2: okay so the next topic is minnesota man wins super bowl of pumpkins with a 2350 pound gourd named tiger king (laughs)
0: <laughs> Once again, so the Tiger King strikes Scott because he is oblivious <laughs> to the movie. And I feel like I James wish you would have watched just, it, man. At this
1: point, it's Dude, the, putting anything Tiger King related into this podcast just to fuck with Jared.
2: I like it. I like it. What's really funny is that in the picture from allthat'sinteresting.com, we're we're pretty fucking fancy here. That's where we go to find our oh, yeah. stuff. It looks like Randy when he's toting around his ballsack. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and he's trying to get medical marijuana, so he put his ballsack in a microwave. It's so it's just this guy in a two thousand pound like, like what do you single do with nut that fucking
1: thing. Like what do they what do they do? Is he gonna carve it? What do you no. how do you what do you do I, with that? I would I would hope it would just feed cows somewhere. Can I can I, can I tell you something?
2: Yeah, definitely. Obviously James not is being that
1: loud. Obviously not that weight. But I have what the fuck are you doing, James? <laughs> Sorry, Stop man. Stop moving. <laughs> um, I have transported a patient whose belly <laughs> looks like that gourd. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 with, like, big, with an Audi, with an Audi, big fucking gourd. Not tight. I want to know game. what you name the
0: some bitch, thing. Scott. Fat, what fat would you name fuck? one? Sweaty,
2: sweaty fat fuck. <laughs> big, big fucking gourd. BFG. Oh, Fucking Gertrude would be my name for it. What would it be? Gertrude. <laughs> Bertha. Big
1: Bertha. Bertha.
0: Big Bertha. Bertha. What um, did the guy funny. win? Congrats.
1: Did yeah, did he win anything? Oh my god, he uh, the won the seven dollars. Sixteen thousand dollars. Sixteen thousand <laughs> dollars right? for that. Look that at the guy would, yeah. that came in second place. His pumpkin's just as big. It probably lost by like an ounce. <laughs> Dude, that would be how the long worst. does it take for these some bitches to grow that big? God, I couldn't even imagine. And like, what do you do? Are, you, are they injecting it with some kind of like steroid? I don't oh, think so. I think it's just put some type of
0: growth hormone in that some yeah, get that big. Yeah.
2: I'm sure it's a specific seed that they manufacture,
1: genetically modify, and two thousand pounds, dude. A two thousand pound
0: pumpkin. It took ten people in a forklift to load the colossal gourd onto the trailer.
1: <laughs> uh, forklift shit,
2: then.
0: All right. uh,
1: coming up next, uh, Kansas man requested a Game of Thrones style trial by combat against his ex-wife to settle their custody dispute. Uh, The 40-year-old father claims that he had made requests merely to match the absurdity he believes he's endured for his ex's attorney throughout the divorce. It's no secret divorce can get ugly, but sometimes they can even veer on the ridiculous. As in the case of a Kansas man who asked an Iowa court, a Kansas man who asked an Iowa court to approve a trial by combat against his ex-wife he using japanese swords (laughs) that's the funniest fucking thing i've ever read like (laughs) i want to fight this bitch in the street with samurai swords
0: you gotta do what you gotta do i mean I, i do
2: think that if two consenting adults want to have a duel that should be well within their right
1: Oh, yeah, if they sign some kind of paperwork, it's the yeah. same age old argument we've had for prostitution, right? Like, if people yeah. want to do, I'm not talking about child trafficking, but I don't know why. No, there's like, a difference prostitution, between
2: prostitution and trafficking.
1: We're not talking yeah, about that. But if two consenting adults what, yeah, agree to something, they should be able to. You should be able to do whatever you want. You to. should be able to illegally murder your ex wife with a samurai sword if she accepts.
0: <laughs> if she accepts. If she says, cheating, bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you K-Y
0: agree to a match? On Times oh, Square.
2: That's, that's funny. So everyone can see it. You want to talk about the city being able to make some money. Just get a little arena. People can pay to watch. And you can have like a, a agreed upon. It's like a fight club. Doesn't have to be to <laughs> death. You know?
1: A divorce court fight club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I agree.
1: You know? Yeah. I think that would be funny. I think That'd that be would appropriate, be appropriate.
0: Especially for Amarillo. Right oh. up our alley, man.
2: Okay. So I'm going to jump to our next topic. And I'm going to jump the... New study suggests the Northern Lights possibly sank the Titanic. Someone's
1: going to have to explain this to me. I haven't read this article yet. It says uh, the change particles from an Aurora Borealis may have been strong enough to affect the ship's navigation and communication systems. On the night of April 14th, 1912, one of the worst and possibly most famous maritime incidents in history occurred when the British passenger ship RMS Titanic struck an iceberg and sank in the Northern Atlantic Ocean, Ellie. LA- <laughs> of the 2,240 passengers on board, roughly 1,500 were killed. Now, a new study suggests that the interference from the northern lights that fateful night may have contributed to the ship's disaster. As Live Science reported, independent weather researcher and photographer Mila Zinkova, I uh, thought that was that porn star for a second.
0: Mia Miklova?
1: Mia Malkova. Same difference. <laughs> examined weather conditions on the night that the titanic sank according to eyewitness accounts of survivors which are, are they even still alive and the ship's logs the colorful streaks of the northern lights also known as the aurora borealis were strongly present during the night of the tragedy uh in the journal uh, blah 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 According to NASA, auroras form in the night sky due to solar systems generated by the sun.
2: Okay, but this would have had to have been a magnetic storm that is massive.
1: Yeah, like, I, I don't see this happening. Everybody knows the fucking iceberg right ahead, and they just didn't see the fucking thing. James, James Cameron me told me. James Cameron told me. He told
2: is me it how a possibility? that ended. Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. But there's no way of saying it's also very and it, and like, possible that it was sabotage.
0: Plausible, huh?
1: I think the only survivor's dead now, too. Like you can't even ask him. Well,
2: after she threw
1: that big stone, not into that the one. Ocean. She's not real. Paint <laughs> <laughs> you like one of my French girls, Jared.
0: <laughs> what do you think really sunk the Titanic?
2: That movie, yeah, a big, no, I'm a, just a big ass fucking iceberg. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, that's I what the damage. That's what the damage from all the. <laughs> Damn it, you
0: would have to go there <laughs> <laughs> aliens and ghosts. Yeah, Gotta I think there. aliens
2: aliens showed up. Okay. On so <laughs> I did I did see that uh, the new documentary coming out with uh, previous Senator Harry Reid, uh, where he's talking about aliens and previous majority, how or you know, majority of the Senate, House Majority, Harry Reid is talking about aliens are real. The government has metals that were found from spacecraft and spacecraft like
0: well, it's about time they come forward and someone, you know, I think, but I really of credibility says something.
1: They're spoon feeding this because something's about to happen. I hope so, man. Aliens God, would be yeah. just a great way to end this.
0: You know, the like, dam will break at some point And this could the, be it. The,
1: that's what but, I want. I want it to happen. All the, all the vitriol, all the riots, all the, the hate towards one another, the Trump versus Biden. None of that shit would matter if a fucking flying saucer just appeared over. Well, I think that's their plan, right? I think
0: you would right after the election, they're just going to reveal a whole bunch of shit and just blow um, everybody's minds and direct their attention so. to that.
1: I hope so. Like, how awesome would that be? I want it to happen at this point. I would love for it to happen.
2: Just for, for like what you said, Joseph, just for the possibility that people would finally be like, all right, none of this shit really matters. Let's focus on the fact that there's aliens and there's other life out there. Let's come together and let's try to reach out to them. Who gives a fuck at that point?
0: Let's stop listening. People are going to go batshit crazy once that hits the news. You know it.
2: Buy your toilet paper now. Of Buy your toilet paper
1: now. So there's, yeah, toilet paper's going gone. There's our a, a topic about aliens on this podcast that we have to do <laughs> at least every episode. Um, this next uh, segment kind of is kind of in the same vein of some type of conspiracy. This comes to you via NPR.org Person flying with jetpack spotted near L A International Airport again. again, again. This is like a fifth it, time. Before I go into this article, has anybody heard of this?
0: I, I briefly had saw it on, on TV, but I didn't know if there was any validity to this at all. So
1: it states, uh, and I, because I hadn't heard of this, um, a person was spotted soaring high above Southern California using a jetpack again on Wednesday for the second time in six weeks. An unidentified person was seen flying using a jetpack near LAX. It's unclear whether it's the same individual who was recently spotted wearing a jetpack. I mean, what are they just fucking out there with jetpacks in LA uh, this time around? The jetpack was flying at six. Thousand feet in the air. China Airlines crew members reported wow. the sighting Wednesday afternoon at about 7 miles northwest of the airport. The Federal Aviation Administration said it alerted local law enforcement and will we'll look into the report. The FBI is also investigating multiple reports from multiple witnesses. No one is allowed to fly in the airspace near airports without our authorization from air traffic control. That includes those sporting jetpacks. On August 30th, two air airline pilots reported a person flying with a jetpack about 3,000 feet near LAX. <clears throat>
0: that's insane
1: what do you you guys make of this
0: (laughs) I mean I thought jetpacks can only propel you in the air about you know a couple hundred feet not thousands of feet
1: the ones that we know that exist can you think this is just some guy in his garage that
0: designed one and just said fuck it I'm gonna fly around and freak everybody out
1: yes I absolutely
2: think that this is genius. some kind of yeah, this is yeah. some kind of individual that has found a way to do it and he's he's he made millions doing whatever and he's just like, fuck it. I'm just I can do this. I'm gonna do it. And what are they gonna do to stop him?
0: And who, who knows? Maybe nothing. he was abducted and he gained all this intelligence from you know, extraterrestrials and now he can, you know, build these just, miraculous just, machines that can propel himself wherever he wants to go. He's probably time teleporting to
2: Did you hear that so if we have any aliens that are listening james wants to be abducted you can anal probe him all you want just teach him some knowledge
0: yes that is where <laughs> our our higher knowledge comes from the aliens
1: i think the government is testing aircraft and it's so secretive it this is, this, this kind of coincides with what we just talked about of uh, reverse technology reverse engineering technology
2: but why would the government be over LAX?
0: Why not? But You know what's funny? The pilot of one of the commercial planes. Uh, yeah, we just passed a guy in a jetpack. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, That's Dan. A you, quote. Dan's on the sauce again. Get
1: that plane out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: you That's would okay. think he's crazy if you were down there at air control, you know? Oh, You'd yeah, be like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Ambien again? Oh. did you not did you not fall asleep
2: (laughs) oh shit that's crazy Uh, um
1: it's it's uh, gotta be real i mean it has to be a guy uh, if you'll uh uh check out to your uh right you'll see a holy fuck it's a man in a (laughs) jetpack. that was good coming up next louisiana pastor caught filming himself in a demonic (laughs) threesome with two dominatrices oh happy halloween everybody when details become clear we had the altar removed and burned in <laughs> quote uh by chance a local walked by saint peter's and roman paul roman catholic church in pearl river louisiana just as the reverend inside was filming himself having sex with two dominatrices. Caught with his pants down, the reverend has since been denounced by the New Orleans Archbishop who had the altar burned. Reverend Travis Clark and the two women were arrested on September 30th and charged with public obscenity. Archbishop Amon called <coughs> for their, of course, the archbishop in Louisiana. His name is Amon, <laughs> called their actions deplorable and demonic in a video statement published last Friday and said Clark would never again serve as as a priest i think it's good 2020 needed another priest scandal
0: i feel like we you can make a movie out of this situation like we can no, get a good
1: definitely a scene good
0: you, a scene yes a scene but, but well, a, i'm sure a it's a thrilling movie of a pastor who just loses his mind and then just the climax is at the end of the movie and he just has this threesome and he releases all these demons into the world. I mean, that would be.
2: So this, epic. Is, this is but, James's. Oh shit! Was my microphone on?
0: Because I've yet, been playing good. with
2: it. This is James's movie. He wants to make. It takes place over twenty-four hours, where this pastor is just like screwing. losing his
1: mind. Yeah, and then
2: it, it climaxes literally with him having a threesome with dominatrixes and releasing demons into the world. James, I like this movie. Yes, and, and the I take over. Our, I think we know who <laughs> our, who our priest is. Joseph.
1: Oh, I get to play the priest. All right. <laughs> Joseph is the priest. I'm down. The spooky um, ghost. Yep. Spooky ghost.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think the thing about it, like, the guy was fairly young, and you're seeing this more and more of young priests that are, they take their vow of celibacy and they just can't commit to it. Well, and, he's a pastor, though. He's not a priest, right? Oh, so we've
0: well, heard this vigil. movie before.
1: He's a priest, because he was denounced <laughs> by an archbishop. He wasn't just a pastor.
0: Well, he's a.
1: Oh, he was an archbishop. Sick and twisted individual. No, the archbishop took away his sainthood. Like they removed him from being a priest. Oh, he was a priest. There was a Catholic church. Oh, oh, oh. okay.
2: Well, you know what? Sorry to say, Catholic family members and friends, but at least they were adults. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, is this surprising?
2: Your track right. record,
1: you know, not yeah, so is, great. Uh, Bad track, yeah. track record. Yeah. There's uh, a reason that there
2: are people that advocate for not teaching abstinence rather than teaching responsible, safe intercourse. With dominatrixes. <laughs> As you fuck the demon out of them.
0: But what compelled him to do this? That's what I want to know. Well,
1: it wasn't the power of Christ, that's for sure. What compelled him? What compelled him? He's a demon. Months Some and hot, months. Two hot bitches with leather. That's what compelled him.
0: <laughs> Quarantine of not getting anything. And never getting anything in his life. Are, are, just...
1: are priests allowed to have hand hand parades?
2: No, I don't think priests are allowed to do anything of the flesh.
1: Yeah, no sins wow. of the
2: flesh. No sins of the flesh. Well, but that whole you know, yeah. yeah, fuck that religion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's next? next
1: oh, up, that's yeah. it. That's that is it. it. Unless, y'all
2: about, like... unless y'all want to talk about, unless y'all want to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop and whether or nope. not that is or is not real.
1: Nope, it I'm I'm good. Um I think we'll just kick it over to our main topic. It's Halloween time. It's getting spooky around here. Spooky ghosts. Uh I, I love Halloween. I know James does too. Jared, you love Halloween as well, don't you, sir? Hell yeah. So Hell in the spirit of yeah. Halloween coming up, and we can even talk about this next week too. We got all kinds of time for Halloween. But guys, what are your top three favorite horror movies? I suggest time. horror, not horror, si- horror movies. I suggest we so oh, is it, <laughs> <was> it horror <laughs> movies
2: or is it Halloween mm. movies?
1: Okay, we can do Halloween. Halloween or horror.
2: Okay, so I say we go around and we say our third favorite one. You start. My third favorite would be Casper. The one with Christina Ricci. Oh, that's such a good movie. That's my third favorite. That's, mm. yeah. that's, very
1: good. that's, that's very my number. That is a good movie. Um Hubie Halloween. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, take oh, it yeah. back. <laughs>
1: Uh number three, probably the the Halloween remake that uh, Rob Zombie did from 2007. Was it I think there was like 2012 or something. The one the, that he remade recently, the, oh. the, the he made two of them. yeah and but the the first one whenever that was it, it, because it it kind of the reason I like that one is because when you watch Halloween with Michael Myers, um, from the 70s when you watch the rob zombie one it kind of makes your brain go back and be like that's how you thought you were seeing it back then
2: yeah it was 2007 i remember because i it? went okay. and i went on a date with this chick named nicole and uh she made us leave because it was too scary <laughs> in the scene where young michael is beating the crap out of the other kid with the branch or oh, whatever yeah. she's like can we just go and i was committed that night so we left yeah, that's committed that's pro- <laughs> Just, to something
0: I, 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 else. I, I had a, I had a I goal said. for
1: that night, so I left. <laughs>
0: well said, well said.
1: Yeah, there you go. Good job. James, what's your number three favorite Halloween Man, horror movie?
0: <clears throat> number three, and a lot of people like this. A lot of people didn't like this, but it's a, 2000 re- it's a 2017 remake of It. Not the second one. The first one that they the second, remade.
1: Sec- the second one was trash. Yeah.
0: The second that's one so is terrible. The first one, I really thought they did a good job. And okay. I just became a fan of the entire film. And so I was really excited to see the, the remake of the second, you know, chapter, but I was very disappointed in the second chapter of the so, film.
2: Joseph, I'm glad that you said it was trash. Cause I agreed that it was trash too. Here's why I think, and tell me if y'all agree. I think the first one, the only reason it was not the only one of the main reasons it was better overall was because it had better actors. Those children were better actors than the adults, right?
1: By far, yeah.
2: yeah yes, I, I agree
0: it. with that. Yeah.
1: And I, they, 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 they went in and the, you know the first it you know that's based on Stephen King's novel. It was a mini series. It wasn't a movie. It was on. It was a mini series that was shown on NBC, and later it was kind of all compiled together. <coughs> and it was, and that's when I saw it was on a VHS tape. Um, but it was originally a miniseries um, with, uh, what's that guy that was in Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, Tim, uh, Tim Alan, Alan Turning. No,
2: Tim Curry. Tim Curry's correct. What <laughs> 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 <The> fuck? <laughs> I'm not sure where that came from. <laughs>
1: but yeah, I, I don't really remember too much of that first one, man. I think I was just kind of not very into it and didn't really pay too much attention to it. But I'm glad you like it.
0: Yeah, I, I thought they did a good job with the the child actors and actresses and the story, the the setting. I feel like the the entire plot was good in that first film, but the second one, they tried to throw too much humor into it, and that was just weird to begin with. And that the adult actors, like like Scott was saying, I did not enjoy their performance at all. No, but I mean it was a hell of a lot better than the nineteen ninety version of it, the movie that came out. You know when we were babies i mean that that movie was terrible so that would be my number three All right.
2: so I dig it. What about moving on two? to the number two i have to i the, the problem is is we grew up with such great halloween movies we really did but i'm gonna jump genres and have to say my number two scream
1: Ooh.
2: scream took place on halloween didn't it
1: yeah, around that time. I think I think it was like the whole week of Halloween. Yeah, yeah,
2: something like that. Anyways, but that was that was one of my first like favorite scary movies
1: to watch. Who was that? That was Nev Campbell, right? Yeah, yep. that was, a, was hot back in the nineties. Yeah, Jer- it was a very popular movie. movie. <laughs> we all wanted to
0: dress up as Scream when that Ghost came Face. out. Ghostface. Yeah, but we all I have pictures like of me. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think everybody did all three of us. We own that mask at some point in our lives. Yes.
0: Yeah. I was, I was free for Halloween at least a couple years.
1: Wouldn't you say that that, I mean, Michael Myers is probably, and maybe Jason and Freddy Krueger. They're like the, the top three probably when you think of Halloween. But as far as like Halloween costumes, I would say that probably is the most iconic mask. Would y'all agree? Um, I would say Between, between it and Michael Myers, I don't think Freddie. Michael Myers, Jason, yeah, and the
0: Jason, the Jason mask, the hockey, mask. the hockey one. Yeah, that one's pretty notorious and popular too.
1: Yeah, but that I, I think Jason was popular for '80s kids to dress up as, and then you know I think Ghostface was us '90s babies. Not well, we're '80s kids, but we're we were adolescents in the '90s.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, it, yeah. Ghostface was a pretty popular outfit costume. All right, so who's next? They're number two.
1: Honestly, this is going to surprise you guys. I like old, old Halloween movies. Um, I like Bela Lugosi's Dracula, um, where he plays Dracula, the old black and white one. Uh, that that movie is so good to just watch. It's, it's boring to a lot of people now because it was made in the 50s, um, but just, I think that the, the seeing those old, you, you, you know what I'm talking about? You know, those old style movie posters with the, the oh, cartoon yeah. drawings like Dracula, Wolf. Those made, are awesome. The mummy, um, the creature from the black lagoon <laughs> move. Those movies are, are that, that is Halloween to me. And I house have Hill? them all on, on or Hill house. The, yeah. Like I have them all on uh Blu-ray and I make Brianna watch them. Um, she loves horror movies, but she doesn't like those, but, uh, I, I that's my those are my up in my upper echelon Halloween time movies
2: I think that 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 genre right there could be a number two because it really is it's a genre that's kind of separate from a traditional what we would mm-hmm. call traditional a no, more modern Halloween kind of movie and everything so I like
1: I like all of those like Wolfman and stuff like that but Bella Lugosi's uh, Dracula is just the one that kind of stands off. It's uh, just it, creepy. It was, the, it was the first like major adaptation to film of, well, there's my number one was, but the it was one of the first American uh, adaptations of Bram Stoker's Dracula.
2: Who was it that did Nosferatu?
1: God damn it. You had to say that because that's my number one. Moving Actually, on, that's James. not my number one. That's okay. not my number one. So we can talk about that Shh, for a second. No, Nosferatu was the first uh, adaptation of film of Dra- Bram Stoker's Dracula. And Nosferatu is just creepy. If you don't know who that is, Nosferatu was – it's based. It's a French film German based on – Is it German? I thought it was French.
2: I'm looking at it right here. It says German.
1: Okay. It, it's, it's based on Bram Stoker's Dracula. And it, they create this creature whose bald head has these long – corded fingers and he's just extremely creepy looking. I, I think that's a very Halloween figure. <clears throat> he looks like a fucking rat. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. A fucking
1: rat. Rats are part of Halloween. <laughs> Alright, James, what's your number two?
0: <laughs> oh man, my number two came out when we were freshmen in high school and I went to the movie theater to see it multiple times and that movie is the ring for whatever reason back then that movie freaked me the fuck out but yet i was infatuated yeah man i I wanted to keep watching it like it it was just so good from beginning to end and the second one not so much but that first one was really really scary i I was frightened as a 13 14 year old kid but that was my number two at first you were afraid you were petrified. Yeah. I was just a little afraid, not petrified.
2: So you weren't thinking, "I could never live without you by my side."
0: You had to. Oh my your... god! God damn it! You had to go there.
2: But did you spend well, so many I, nights I, I, thinking I how you did me wrong? Sorry.
0: I, I would oh, be. Af- I was afraid at night in my room to have the TV on because I was. I was just, you know, certain that it was going to start glitching out and the fuzz would show up and. Fucking ring would crawl out of the TV. <laughs>
2: that that little that little skinny chick was very creepy. Yeah, I'll agree with that.
0: She was. And that,
2: yeah, and the way that it like crawled out and like the contortion right. part of it, that was like the, almost the first movie that kind of capitalized on that slow crawl. And then
0: yeah, like it was Scary one of those movie, movies that you you couldn't get enough of, even though it scared the shit out of you. You kept. You know, wanting more of it, you wanted to watch it again. Watch it with friends. You told your friends about it, and you know you'd rent it, and you'd all get together and watch it. So it's still scary to me.
2: I'll agree with that. Okay, so I want to before we say our number ones, I want to do one more round of honorable mention, honorable mention, and then the reason why it's the honorable mention. So my honorable mention. I'm sorry. I know this is probably going to take Josephs. I'm not meaning to beetlejuice
1: no that okay i I love that movie and i i honestly would have put that in my list but honestly i don't know why i forgot about it but yeah it was
2: it was i had it on a vhs tape it was beetlejuice ghostbusters and police academy 6 all on the same and so i watched that like vhs tape over and over and over again and it was just one of those it's just such a damn good movie so creepy
1: and yeah, anyway. All it's right, a classic so, for sure. Ghostbusters has to be up there too, like as, <laughs> as a movie you watch around Halloween time. Like it's just that the very end of that movie when they're like, What what did you think of, Ray? Something that's haunted me my entire life. <laughs> it's a marshmallow man. <laughs> uh, it's so funny that they came up with that and the like that cast is great. And I can't wait to see yeah. this new new uh Ghostbuster movie that they're making. Uh, that's supposed to come out with Paul Rudd and everything, and it's going to have the uh, original cast. It's going to be in it, obviously, it's, except yeah. for uh, Binkman.
2: Oh man, or not Binkman. Um, yeah, v- no, Egon. Yeah, Egon. Egon Spangler. Yeah, Harold Ramis. Um, this one, as opposed to the last one that was made, which was just kind of a reboot or a remake, this one's a continuation in the same universe. Yeah. which is really cool. I, 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 I really,
1: I'm glad that they're doing that because I did. You guys watch the one, the all female cast one? Yeah.
2: I didn't
0: know. Is it okay,
1: Jared? Was it worth shit? Here's the thing. As a <clears throat> Ghostbusters
2: movie, it has some of the things you like. My problem was is they turned it into a Paul Feige movie about Ghostbusters. Instead of so instead of a Ghostbusters movie with Paul Feige or Feige, however you say his name. Where it's just a whole bunch of cuts. You know, bad yeah. editing of them saying they're one liners and then getting on to something else. It had funny elements, but it was It was shit as a
1: Ghostbusters my, movie. My honorable mention, I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not, but it used to come on Ca- Cartoon Network and like ABC back in the day. Um, it came out in like 1993, I think. Um, yeah, 93. Um, I want you guys to look this up just so you can have a frame of reference. Y'all might have seen this. It, it is a cartoon. It's called The Halloween Tree. You guys know what I'm yes. talking about? This is my number yes. one. Is it really? Hell okay, yeah, I man. Yeah. I won't talk. To, I won't talk yeah. too much about it. Um, okay, I really love this. It's 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 it's. If you have children, let them watch this movie because it explains other cultures Halloween, and that's all I'll say about it since it's Jared's number one. So we can come back to it. But Halloween Tree is up there for me. Such a good movie.
2: Love nothing but love right there. James, yeah. that's honorable mention for you.
0: Uh, I don't know if you'd classify this in horror or thriller, but the movie um, Get Out yeah a few years I ago love
1: that movie and I, that movie is sense. really good
0: yeah i mean it has some horror aspects in it but to me it just um, kind of encapsulate encapsulates everything that october is about and and just the the mystery and thrill of of you know the killer something,
1: being something appears what it's not right and that's yeah kind of like what halloween is i love that movie Com- freaked Com- me out a comic relief from Little Donnell, uh, or whatever his name is. Yeah, Little Rev Howlery. Yeah, he's so funny in that movie, and just the- right. He he brings the suspense
0: down a little bit with his his funny, you know, jokes and, and the way he he you know addresses every situation. He's pretty hilarious. So, but well, yeah, that that'd be my honorable mention.
2: No, just that movie was freaky. I mean it. It really was. A movie unlike any other one that they're making out right now and it was correct me if i'm wrong it, it was was it jordan Peele's. yeah it was yes, directorial yes. his directorial debut and it was yeah. i just remember leaving that theater and thinking wow
1: like this is there aren't movies made like this anymore that are this yeah, level def- of freaky it's definitely a think piece and i mean if you think about it like a lot of white people do try to embrace uh black and hip-hop culture and They he basically took it into the sense where he made it to where uh white people were so obsessed with wanting to be like black people so much that they were trying to become them and by performing these lobotomies basically, um, and and getting their putting their brains into their bodies to become them,
0: which is yeah, it was just freaky, man. Freaky, it and I could see something like that actually going down
1: yeah yeah especially the way the world is today right i mean all the hate division like yeah it's yeah it's such a good movie get out is probably one of the best thrillers of the last 15 20 years
0: would you say it it could fit in the horror genre (laughs) somewhat
1: i mean a horror thriller yeah i think the same thing like to me you know what i consider that is a thriller but i consider a horror movie to me is signs that movie's terrifying to me um yeah. because we've never seen a movie where uh we're fight, we're always every alien movie we're always fighting them right we're always the ones that are going to try and will smith's going to show up and save the day and kick their ass but this is just a family in their home and they you don't know what's going to happen right and that's why well it's the most we don't know what's going to happen obviously if aliens show up but I, it is the most closest to real depiction of what could could happen
2: I feel like yeah, their because, response is is spot on to almost the average <clears throat> American's response. Yeah. is just worry, yeah. fear, and then tinfoil hats. And
0: mm-hmm. the suspense of not seeing the actual alien in the film until like the end is genius. The whole story leading up to it is really freaky and mesmerizing and, and just weird.
1: The first time you see it in the Mexican news broadcast while Joaquin Phoenix is watching the television in the closet, it to this day. It gives you goosebumps, yeah. Still to this day. Gives gives yeah. still, to this day <clears throat> like He's like... Move children. Vominos. Vominos. <laughs> yeah. like, his reaction where he's like, Oh fuck. You know, just yeah. shout out to Joaquin Phoenix in general because and you could consider the Joker a Halloween thriller type movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely.
2: I would say almost every every horror movie is a thriller in some fashion. But not every thriller way, yes. movie. Yeah, but not every yeah. thriller is a horror movie. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. But yeah. Walking, that was the best reaction I think of anyone. That just you see an alien because they brace you for it. They're like, "What you may see may be disturbing or whatever." And his reaction is just genuine. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And
0: they react the family in a way that we could probably all you know relate to the way we would react, you know, to to aliens.
1: That emotional scene at the end where they're trying to basically Mel Gibson. Character, he cooks the family. Basically, what is they're going to be their last meal? Because he's kind of basically accepting the fact that they could die tonight, and mm-hmm. so he's making them whatever they want to eat. And then they just kind of have this emotional thing where they just start arguing with each other, and then they just embrace and hug at the end because they're just scared. <laughs> scared. Right. That's All one of the
2: realest moments in a movie ever.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. It, You're it, absolutely just coming right. Together. They're, they're terrified. They don't know what's going to happen, and it's just human emotion letting out. And it's such a good good film. But, uh, Jared, why don't you tell us why Halloween Tree is your number one? Okay, well, I will say, like Joseph,
2: I saw this on Cartoon Network. I didn't see it on ABC, but I remember seeing it on Cartoon Network. It's a movie that changed my childhood. I actually, when I was teaching – i we read this movie for the first six and a half weeks six to 12 weeks because it's kind of a difficult read <laughs> for for fifth graders but we read the book and then we it culminated with during our halloween party we watched this movie and so i showed it to all of my students but it the the movie version is different from the book but the movie version it's these friends in the town and their their main friend pip he gets sick and essentially dies and his soul is being ferried to the afterlife well his soul essentially takes his the the ethereal plane soul takes what's grounded of his soul in real life through this they travel through time and like joseph said looks at different cultures like the way that the um the hispanic culture deals with Tia de los Muertos and the Egyptian culture and then parts of European culture and anyway I'll let jo- I will let want Joseph to tell the ending because the ending is really what kind of solidifies this as, as an amazing movie
1: uh, I It's been so long since I've seen it, why don't you go ahead and finish because right. I don't want to miss anything
2: So essentially what happens is when they're in Mexico um, Death catches up to Pip who's run out of time, he's run out of <coughs> uh places to go and all of pip's friends give years of their life to pip so that he can come back to life so if you were going to die at 24 you know the kids gave up five six years of their life and so instead of dying at 24, you know now they have the knowledge of they're going to die at 19. Or instead of dying at 60, they are going to die at 55, whatever that is. But in the end, it's the friends give up years of their life to Pip so that he can come back.
1: Such a deep movie for an animated film. Yeah. Like, and it, it's so, so good. Um, if you have children, they need to watch this. And I, I can't wait to, f- I need to, f- I want to find this on Amazon and buy it so my kids can watch it. I know it's on iTunes.
0: Better than Hubie. So-
1: <laughs> Yes. Much gotta, much better than
2: Hubie. I gotta Halloween. watch that
1: movie. I've gotta watch that movie. <laughs> Fuck Tiger um, King. James. I'll watch it. <laughs> You've seen a uh, Halloween tree, right, James?
0: I, when I was younger, I did, but it's been so long. I want to break it out again and let the kids watch it, and I want to rewatch it as well.
1: Just the, the, and the. And that creepy character that takes them to all. What's his name, Jared? M- the guy that. Mound Shroud. Yeah, he he takes them to. He's like this. He's the kind of. I'm going to take you on an adventure, children. <laughs> it was, what's great? What's crazy is you know who voiced it. Uh-uh.
2: Leonard Nimoy. Really? Fucking Spock, Spock, man. Yeah. Spock. Spock. Was the voice Star Trek. Hell yeah. <laughs> that is weird. Um, yeah, Proud man. that you knew the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars, James. Well, no, oh, yeah, you. I used to be all into
0: Star Wars and Star Trek. My dad is a huge Star Trek fan. That's all oh. he watched. And what was that other one, Stargate? He used to watch that shit all the time, dude, when I was growing okay. up. Mike, gonna... Mike watched Stargate? Dude, yeah, he loves sci-fi. He loves sci-fi, and I was a big Star Wars fan. I not was. not I, quarantine... I mean, I just grew out of it over time.
2: During my quarantine, I have started watching
1: Stargate again.
0: Wow. Stargate.
1: Yeah. I, I liked uh, – what was the other one? Not Stargate, but uh, there was a different one. I can't think of it. Maybe it was Stargate. Stargate's the one with the portal, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess it was Stargate, yeah. Yeah, I just remember in the 90s, I mean, sitting down with my dad, and he watched X-Files a lot.
1: Oh, yeah. And X-Files my mom X-Files. did, so. Great. That's good for Halloween watching, too, uh, just to get in the mood late at night, put on some older Mulder stars. and Scully, right? Yep. The, that was they, the two main characters. If, if you have Amazon Prime, every <clears> season of X-Files is on Amazon Prime. Um. My number one is a 2004 movie. movie. Um, it's a remake of George A. Romero's 1978 film, Dawn of the Dead. Do you guys remember this movie? Yes. Yeah. The Zack Snyder one? The or the Zack, the Zack Snyder. came one. out when we were in high school, yeah.
0: It was big yes. back then. And then they made Shaun of the Dead.
1: Shaun of the Dead's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I like Dawn of the Dead, it was hard for me to pick between this and the evil dead. Uh, I love that movie, too, which is kind of a cult classic. But Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 remake, was the closest – like, if Signs was the closest thing that could happen in real life if, if Aliens came back to me, Dawn of the Dead was what, what it would be like if a zombie apocalypse happened. Just the, the, the chick just running out of her home that when her husband comes in and the kid and, like, just having to just – the only place she goes is to the mall – um, it's such a good movie to be like to where they they just try to get along and 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 survive this in a in a shopping mall. I don't know why. I just that movie is always Halloween to me. It's not one of my favorite movies. I have other horror movies and thrillers <coughs> that I like, but as far as things that are, I associate with Halloween time, Dawn yeah. Of the, dead. Dawn
0: of
2: the dead was the first zombie movie that scared the shit out of me in terms of yeah. the
1: zombies cuz they they yep. sprinted. They just Booked it, yeah. Zombies up until yeah. seeing that movie, I think I always thought of zombies like oh.
0: very yeah. slow. Yeah,
1: I played Resident yeah. Evil games in the early in the late '90s, and they were very slow. And then and then to see this, where they were just fucking hauling ass, and you know that's how they would be. Like, Dude, that would be
0: so much more frightening if they were.
1: Yeah, just fucking sprinting. agile and fast. I
0: mean, that would how be. I think
1: the I think the worst place to be during a zombie apocalypse would be like a college campus because you'd have all those freak athletes. Like like if if you were like on the University of Alabama, (laughs) (laughs) like that entire football team after what they did to Georgia last Um, night was just they take out everybody. Yeah, it wouldn't
0: even be fair. They're all
2: (laughs) roided up and creatine up. Yeah. Yeah, sprint for days. Well Zombie Land Zombieland did it too, right? Zombieland. Had Zombieland's the, a great the, the fast ones. All right, James, no, what's so many your good um, Halloween type movies?
0: There are man. My number one would have to be The Shining. Mm, good the movies always haunted me like since I watched it as a teenager, but then it didn't really resonate until I watched it as an adult when I, in my early twenties and I still watch it from time to time if I want to get a good scare and it's just one of those movies that it sits with you. <laughs> You know, it, it haunts you over time and you think about it and, and the, the fact that the hotel is so weird and, and spooky, that brings a different element. And then it's up there in Estes Park in Colorado. Like, it's just the ultimate horror movie, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's like Jack, his character, Jack, is not the monster of that movie. The monster of that movie is the hotel. And, mm-hmm. and like, that's the monster. And that's what's crazy about that movie. It's It's so subtly terrifying and it has one of the best one of my favorite scenes in any movie ever is when he's sitting there having that conversation with that bartender like i love that scene
0: yeah it's a great scene which was the, uh...
1: to, to the best parody i've ever seen of that scene is in an episode of Rocco's modern life where heff <laughs> is he's he's a security guard and he ends up in a, in this in this like bar scene and it, it's it's one for one, the shining. It's so good.
0: You know, at the Stanley Hotel every year, they have a huge Halloween uh, bash, like a week long. I'd love to go to it one of these days. That would be cool. That would be awesome, man.
1: Um, so those are our favorite horror movies of all time. You know, Halloween is approaching, gentlemen. Um, with everything that's going on, you know, we are in quarantine right now, having to do this podcast. And once again, we are sorry if the quality is not up to our standards. Um, it's probably all my fault because apparently no. my microphone's jack shit. It's all good, brother. Thanks. Um, bro. With all this being said, should Halloween be canceled this year, like trick or treating and everything? No. I think. I think. I think what
2: should be canceled is the part of halloween that sucks which is the part where people say it needs to be canceled no it doesn't need to <laughs> elaborate be canceled. elaborate it, it doesn't
1: need to be canceled okay for no yeah. reason should it be canceled
0: it should not
1: no i mean if you think about it what are majority of kids wearing over their faces Hang on a, a second. Mask. I feel
2: like I know. Oh, damn it, James. I want to do <laughs> I, feel... I was right there. Spooky ghost mask. Yeah.
1: Spooky ghost mask. Yeah. Well, face. not only
2: that, but sit outside on your porch and, you know, it would be hilarious to watch people scoop it up in like a little dog scooper thingy and just chuck it at kids. You know, kids uh, kids run up and you just throw them candy. You know, this year that's I'm, right.
1: I'm buying a big bowl and I've got a, a like a little pistol that I'm going to uh, put outside. And I'm <laughs> I'm
0: gonna
1: <laughs> I think James was thinking of the same thing I was when I was the word pedestal. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. put it on a
0: pedestal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna put it outside in a big bowl and I'm gonna have a sign that says uh, take one to two honor system. And I'm not gonna answer the door. I'm just gonna let if if they and you know I know what's gonna happen, somebody's gonna steal the whole fucking bowl, but that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna set candy out there. I'm not gonna answer the door, I'm not gonna. They, they can come and get it. But no, I, I think kids. Should yeah, love it. I, I think
0: this year is it's more special than uh, than other years because it is on a Saturday. It won't it will not be on a Saturday again until 2026. That's and crazy. I want my kids to experience it on a weekend where you can stay up late. You can go to treat treating. You don't have to worry about going to school the next day and Real you kind of go all out, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's awesome. I did not realize it was on a Saturday this year. Like for our
0: – for Peyton and, and and my kiddos, like they're, they're not going to experience it again until they're older. But you guys have infants and, and younger children, so they'll get to experience the next one. But I'm like, man, I really want this for my kids and for the kids that, you know, look forward to it every year. Yeah. It's one of those holidays, like it's for the kids. Like you can't put a damper on their excitement and joy.
1: Especially after how fucked up and horrible this year's been, like stop, like let's let's let the kids have their thing. If adults need to, to do, I mean, obviously this this illness is affecting adults more than children in general. I'm not saying that kids can't get sick because we are seeing that, Um, but the odds are they're going to be okay. And to let them go and have their their fun and their time, I think is needed at this point in 2020.
0: Definitely, they. Well, I don't want to rob them of any joy that they would have from Halloween. And, and this year is very special because it's on a weekend. So that's kind of my stance on it. I don't want to see it go away. It's it's my favorite favorite time of the year. And many kids, they look forward to dressing up as wh- whoever they want to emulate and be. So this is their chance to do that. Yeah. What do you think, Scott? What, what do you think?
2: I've already said I don't think it needs to be canceled. I think canceling it is stupid. Like, there's no reason to cancel it. If you don't want to go out, just don't go out. Now more than ever, if you don't want to participate, don't participate. But to say that we have to cancel it because of the virus, no, just stay home. Don't put candy out. Don't turn your light on. Don't participate. Yeah. If you do go out, try to wear a mask if you're going to be around a lot of people. Yep, social distance as much as you can, which if you're walking around at Halloween, you don't want to walk around with a bunch of people you don't know. You know, you want to walk around with your group of people and that's what you do. So
0: we're going to curse ourselves if we cancel it.
2: Yep. Yep. I agree. Interesting. Um, Hang on. I want to talk about this where would the curse come from? Are we talking like uh, indigenous people curse? Are we talking a like, lot? Yes. Uh, an alien our ancestors curse? who have
0: passed away, who are still amongst us and the demons who, <laughs> who will prey upon our souls. If we do you not just, carry out the Halloween festivities, you know,
2: every single culture has something to do with Halloween in one respect of another, just because it's that transition of everything is dying. You know, we're, we're preparing for the cold winter is coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's and, and Don't it, be it, pussies you,
2: and try to cancel it.
1: Well you need that, right? Like you need Halloween to usher in the festivities and the good things that come with the holidays because to me the holidays start on November 1st. That's the ho- like this whole n- next 3 weeks to the end of the until December 31st. This is my favorite time of year. I love Halloween. I love all of November. I love getting into the Christmas, that transitioning of getting into the Christmas spirit because I love Christmas and Thanksgiving. And so like this, it's very important to have this like one day where it's like just dark and kind of creepy and unknown and, and embracing death and and all this stuff that is kind of taboo to just, and then to transition into Ah, it's the best, right. the most wonderful time. It's like a it's like a cleanse that we all need every year. We need yeah. that dark
0: cleansing, and if we don't have it, if we cut it short, it's going to bleed over into our holidays, and they're going to be shit. I,
2: it's I like just, when you I wipe, wipe like that that and and you just keep eth- ethnic y- cleansing. <laughs> yeah, no, not that, not that. But yeah, it really is. You know, Joseph, you you said it but There's uh, said it best. There's the song. It is the most wonderful time of the year.
1: And I mean that, like all of Halloween till December thirty first. I love it. It's
0: Halloween somebody. gets it kicked off. I mean, they wipe away the demons, so we can be happy.
2: Just whack them away. <laughs> Just whack it off. like nothing. It's okay, a must. So, it's a must. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip the next one. Okay. Um. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm. I had no what idea where one? we were. The next one is our favorite Halloween or October moments. Memories. Memories. Oh. I'll go if you don't know. Yeah, go ahead so this, I think we were in seventh grade and we went to go see a movie and the movie was called the haunting. You might remember this with Catherine Zeta Jones, uh, Liam Neeson, Owen Wilson. And, uh, we went to go see that movie. And then it was my first time, my first Halloween after that movie where I just got to go out on my own. And it didn't matter. I mean, I say it didn't matter when I came home, I had to come home at like 10, but then, Mm -hmm. you know, you would just sneak back out. Um, and that was that was my most fun. And we just all we did was walk around. Like we didn't do anything else. Halloween was over and we just walked around and talked about ghost stories and talked about this creepy movie, The Haunting. So if you get a chance, it's on like HBO Max. Yeah, I
0: thought about renting it the other day because I remember you had talked about it last week and I've never seen it, so I definitely want to check it out.
2: You should see it.
0: I'm going to shoot should it. Sink it.
2: I mean the the guy that the guy that trained Obi-Wan Kenobi and Batman is in this
1: movie. Hmm. <laughs> said, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> Enough said, oh. All right?
2: Enough said. Alright, one of you two douches.
1: Not that I can really remember a lot of it because I'm always drunk during them, but <laughs> <laughs> J- J- James throws the best Halloween parties, and one of my favorite ones that I can really remember is where I dressed up as Borat. But the, <laughs> the costume just did not look like Borat, just yeah. because I didn't look like Borat. So I was just... I, I, called alter myself, ego. I just called myself Pierre Montfrère, the dirty Frenchman, and I just kept making these disgusting... Like I was like the biggest... <laughs> Sleaze bag. creep sleazebag that entire night like i was making like this the worst jokes the worst like i was coming off to all these women just the creepiest guy ever
0: it was right like what are, what are you what are you supposed to be
1: Pierre my the dirty frenchman i'll take you back and show you how big it is <laughs> 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 like that.
0: Oh, so- that was one of my favorite costumes of yours definitely <laughs> so- god <laughs>
1: But that night was just so much fun and just, like, yeah, man. just going going to parties in general around Halloween as an adolescent, like from the ages of, you know, 18 to 27. Those were just fun times. I can't even remember any of them. But. I don't know if you guys
0: remember, like when we were growing up in the 90s, McDonald's used to have the Nugget toys in during Halloween the whole month of October, you could get a different one and it. You could like interchange their, their outfits and stuff like that. I still have a whole bunch of them and I guess they're collectible nowadays, but I just remember going to McDonald's and getting those and, and wondering what I was going to get next. But my biggest memory like of Halloween in October is going to the haunted houses after we've had a few.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Those, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And we would always, we would get, we get a little bit tipsy at your house and then go to like, terror on 10th street and, and things like that like- and we i
0: i went to some that were really authentic and and cre- creepy because there was one like it was a, a rundown hotel i guess they bulldozed it but it was it was very weird and creepy and i, I remember we were like i don't know 16 or 17 and we like chugged a six pack of freaking smirnoffs like idiots because that's all we had in the fridge and uh we went up there and and after that when we went to the, the ymca one downtown and Joseph had the audacity to snatch the, the masks off the actors and, and like, <laughs> fuck with them. <laughs> drunk Joseph like, being Drunk Joseph.
1: Yeah, they would they would pop out. I forgot
0: about that. But, hey, bro, I got out. your mask.
1: Yeah, like I just take it off their face and be like, ooh, look at me, I'm Mr. Scary. <laughs> just throw it in their face. I wasn't that, I was more vulgar, but I'll just kind of leave it at that. There's not
0: enough haunted houses anymore. There's My gonna, favorite
1: was that one that's on 6th Street, um, that white building. I like The it. 6th Street Massacre one? Yeah, I like that one.
0: There was – man, there's been so many that were in freaky locations. There was one in an old um, meatpacking plant downtown by the train tracks, and I remember that's that the, one was so crazy and, and freaky. That's the
2: only one I went to in Amarillo. It was on like 3rd, right?
0: Man, and it the, was like by the overpasses.
2: Yeah, yeah. Going, and the, yeah it ended because they put you in, I mean, you, you walked out of the building into like essentially mm-hmm. the back of this truck. And then, it, you know, it op- or it was a trailer essentially. And you went in and you just heard this yeah. roar, roar, and there's a dude yeah. inside this trailer with you, like this 18 wheeler trailer. And he's revving up this thing. And then the next thing you know is it turns on and it goes on. And then the door behind you opens but they had mm-hmm. somehow managed to move you to the other side and you run out and he's just chasing you. And it was the scariest thing. Yeah. That's like it was, terrifying. Re- it was pretty, I was remember like 14 being years a, ago. Yeah.
0: It, 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 did you remember being like in a, a freight elevator having to go to a different level? I mean, it, it was, it was kind of pretty yeah. authentic and weird. That was one of the creepiest ones, but I, I think one year they did one in the B, old BSA hospital. Like years and years ago, probably like 20, really? 25 did, years ago.
2: Did, did either of y'all yeah. go to San Jacinto?
0: Like no. The, the school night for school. No. Yeah.
2: So we, um when we did the after school program there, when I was a site coordinator, we did a haunted house in the basement of San Jacinto. And so you'd come down like by the blacktop, you'd come down these creepy stairs <laughs> and we had the fake lights and like fake mm-hmm. uh, whatever's. And then one of our tutors was sitting there, and uh, the lights were off and we use the biolumin just the luminescent paint that glowed in the dark and she was sitting on her leg and it looked like her leg had been chopped off. <laughs> oh, and nice. so I, I I bust out of the doors and I'm dragging this axe and the kids run in and there's like three or four different rooms and one was like the Annabelle chick and she was rocking a student back and forth.
0: You know, uh, one had that's the one had the ring. too, man.
2: Dude, it was it was serious. I heard of we a lot of paranormal stuff going on there. Oh, hundred percent I've seen a ghost there.
0: Yeah, 100%. it's it's a weird school. It's got like it's different shit. levels. It's got a two story, yeah. three story.
1: It's so three levels because like... there's a basement. Oh okay, yeah. Where there's apparently so the gym used to be. In this town, that they could turn into haunted houses, that I wish they would. Like on. The, oh yeah. Some of these old houses on Polk. And... The Herring
0: Hotel. I took a tour of that two years ago. That that building. I swear, if you guys ever have a chance to go take a tour of the Herring Hotel, you need to.
2: That's what we need to do. We need to do our own haunted house. I bet we can make it creepy and not do all the campy shit that these people do.
1: Well, was, right. Guys, it, so when you're getting on I-40 from downtown and you're coming around right there before Washington, there's this house that the uh, – it's like a boarding school or something like that. I don't know what it is now, but th- that is actually what the Fantastic Journey at Wonderland, that little house – It's based off of that house that's off of Washington around there. I know what you know what I'm talking about. Has a little, little pyre at the, that little square thing at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You can see it from I 40 and I 27.
1: I don't know what it is now, but it's by the old school. I wish they would turn that into a haunted house. Yeah. That would be cool. Cause it's that like got have. that that gray paint on it and just the tint and like it could be I bet it's as shit inside. But I I heard from somebody a long time ago because if you look at the Fantastic Journey, the front of that shitty ass ride, uh, <laughs> that house is based off of that house that's down on Washington. So I hmm. wonder if there's some story behind that house.
0: Probably. Man, those houses down there are very history filled, and I'm sure some of them have a lot of paranormal things going on for sure have to they have to
1: um well guys do you guys want to wrap it up there or are we going to uh, continue on with like more or do we want to just kind of can make this two-parted and we could because we could still record when and talk about more halloween things next week
0: yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather,
2: I'd rather wrap it up and then talk about more Halloween stuff next week. Because right. instead of running it into the ground and,
1: and getting kind of yeah. lack of lackadaisical about it. Yeah. Well, good, good. This was fun. Um, sorry I put us all on quarantine. Um, I am yeah, glad you jackass. Chuck- feel better. But, I am too. Yeah. Uh, I hope I can taste food again because that's gonna be really that's that's horrifying.
0: Yeah, it's the worst.
1: So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm so, Joseph King. I'm Jared Scott.
0: And I am James Fairchild.
2: And Aaron pena is not here, being a jackass. yeah
1: he's he is a ghost, <laughs> covered in ectoplasm. All right, we'll see you guys. <laughs> anyway. Ectoplasm.
2: Oh, oh, I'm a ghost. Oh.